Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Welcome back to the podcast, Mama Friend. I want to talk to you today about metabolic flexibility and what it is and why it's important, and how to become metabolically flexible. Before we get into that, I want to tell you about a new training that I have for you that you can go sign up and watch right now. It's called How to Bring Back Carbs Without Gaining Weight and Burn Even More Fat in the Process. So inside this free training, I'll share the secret strategy, busy, high-achieving women are using to shed stubborn fat, increase energy, and boost their metabolisms. To get access to this training, simply go to eatbeefitexplore.com forward slash training and sign up today, okay? And this training actually coincides with what I'm going to be talking about today, which is metabolic flexibility. So what is metabolic flexibility? You might have heard the term, and I feel like it's a new hot flashy term that's being used a lot now in the weight loss space, but many people don't know what it is, and they're also confused to how to become metabolically flexible because there are different ways to do it, right? There's no one way to skin a cat as the saying goes. So if there's anybody ever telling you, no, you have to do it this way or it's not gonna work, you should probably ignore them and walk away because there's a million ways to do everything. There's a million ways to lose weight. There's a million ways to to be a parent. There's a million ways to make money all the ways, okay? So I wanna talk to you about metabolic flexibility because I'm realizing the more and more I get into coaching women, especially in my group coaching program, CKCC, where I'm working with women more privately and personally and really getting to know them in the Carb Cycling 12 Week program that I have, I'm realizing how metabolically inflexible most of us are. And it's a huge problem. And to me, metabolic flexibility is the gold standard of health and fitness. And it should be to you as well. And I'll talk about why here. Okay, so I first want to define what metabolic flexibility is. So it's basically what it sounds like. It's when your metabolism is flexible, meaning that no matter what fuel you give your body, whether it be glucose, you know, carbs, carbs turn into glucose or fat that your body's able to use that fuel efficiently without gaining fat or feeling like crap. So this means that your body can use glucose for fuel, but it also can switch to using fat for fuel or like most of us know, being fat adapted. And as humans, we have naturally evolved to become metabolically flexible. So when we think about Back in the day when we had access to more fruits and starchier vegetables, let's say during the summer months, those are available, then our bodies would run on glucose and use glucose for fuel and burn that via glucose oxidation. Then when winter came, we became more fat adapted because we didn't have all those starchier vegetables or fruits that were available in the summer. So we naturally ate more low-carb keto-based, and our bodies switched and made ketones and ran on fat 
AK that oxidation. Also, there would be times where we didn't have any food at all. So we were fasting. And of course, fasting also produces ketosis and ketones and your body runs on its own fat sources, right? So, and unfortunately, this changed with industrialization and our overabundance of food that we have now and all the things. And since we have food in every corner during all the seasons, and most of us are so carb dependent now that our bodies have become metabolically inflexible. So we rely on glucose for fuel. And when we run out, we become hangry, tired, and crave carbs and sugar. So those are kind of some signs that you are metabolically inflexible. If you become hangry, if you feel like you're always craving carbs and sugar, if you feel like if you don't eat every two hours, you're going to pass out, your metabolism has become inflexible, which is not good, okay? So when it comes to metabolic flexibility, I like to compare it to a hybrid car. So if you have attended any of my trainings before about CKCC, where I talk about this, I like to compare it to a BMW i8, which if you haven't seen this car, please go Google red BMW i8. I swear this is my dream car now because it aligns so much with what I'm teaching now, especially with CKCC and metabolic flexibility, I've kind of moved away from wanting to just lose weight or be at a certain, you know, number on the scale or a certain size. Now my goal is really just to become metabolically flexible, not inflexible. I used to be metabolically flexible and then I lost my flexibility because I was so dependent on fat for fuel because I did keto for six years straight without really taking any breaks. And so what happened was most people, they are dependent on glucose and they're, they can't, they're never fat adapted. They never switch over to burn fat for fuel. I kind of became the opposite side of that where I was so fat adapted that my body forgot how to use glucose, which is another problem and it's called glucose intolerance. And so I was on the other side of the spectrum where when I brought back carbs ever, or let's say that I had like a cheat day or I went on vacation or whatever, I would get super bloated, gain a bunch of water weight. I was tired. I felt like crap. And that is a sign if this is happening to you that you have become metabolically inflexible. So there's kind of two sides of the spectrum. It's not necessarily good to be just fat adapted long term. And it's also not good to be just glucose adapted and rely on glucose long term. Hence, you want to be flexible. You want your metabolism to be able to do both interchangeably. So back to the BMW i8. Have you Googled it yet? Red BMW i8. Beautiful car. So what about this car is so special? And why I like to use it when I talk about metabolic flexibility is because it's a hybrid car, which means it can run a gas or you can plug it in and charge it and it can run that way. All right. So this is kind of like our bodies when our bodies are metabolically flexible. Obviously, we know that cars were created and designed to run on what? On gas, right? So I like to compare this to glucose. Our body prefers glucose. It's the preferred energy source. It's easy. It's available. It will always use glucose first when it's there. All right. Now, just like cars, we'll use gas. And when the glucose runs out, 
Okay, just kind of like when the gas runs out, then your body will switch to using fat for fuel, AKA, you know, from the battery operated car. So it will use that once the gas is out, just like your body, once the carbs are out, the glucose is out, it will use fat. And then again, you know, you'll go in and fill up the tank with gas. It will use gas again, back and forth. And it does this efficiently. And it does this smoothly and beautifully. And your car runs and it doesn't break down and it doesn't just stop in the middle of the road while you're driving. Wouldn't that be crazy? Side note, I did have a car, a Jetta, Volkswagen Jetta, that would always do that to me when I was younger. And it was scary because it'd like break down in like the bad part of Cleveland when I would be like babysitting and Shaker Heights. I kid you not. It was like 11 p.m. and I'm driving home and my car was like the transmission was tanked. I told my dad and he's like, oh, whatever, go take it to Ray's. Yeah, I know. And I just like, it would break down in the middle of the highway. I swear, I don't know how I survived. I could have died. But anyway, terrible flashback memory. But you don't want this to happen to your core or your body, really. Okay, so really, this metabolic flexibility gives you freedom. And, but it doesn't happen naturally. And because we lost it, we lost this flexibility over the years, because now we have food in every corner and all the processed food, all the junk food, snacks everywhere, our bodies have become metabolically inflexible. So now we have to actually train our bodies to become metabolically flexible again, so your body can burn both sources of fuel efficiently and be able to switch back and forth easily, all right? And to me, this is truly the ultimate goal for women who want to achieve optimal health and have their dream body while having food freedom, okay? So let's talk about how does one become metabolically flexible again? So maybe it's making sense to you now what metabolic flexibility is and why it's important and why you should strive for it. So you're basically not what I like to call like a one-trick pony because you only use one source of fuel. You either use glucose because you're just eating carbs all the time or you're following the standard American diet. Or on the other hand, Maybe you've done low carb, you've done keto for so long that you forgot how to use glucose and now you're only running on fat and you're fat adapted. You're also not metabolically flexible, my friend, okay? You cannot be metabolically flexible if you only use one fuel source for energy. And why you wanna be metabolically flexible before I talk about how do you become one is because it gives you freedom to be able to do things like go out and have tacos and not come back the next day and step on the scale and see that you gain 10 pounds, which is mostly water weight, or not feel deprived. Or when you go and have that piece of birthday cake that you don't feel like crap after and you're not tired and you're not feeling like you just, you know, like your belly doesn't like blow up like you're six months pregnant and you want to take a nap. You don't get any of those things when you become metabolically flexible. Actually, I have a client, Karen, that worked with me inside CKCC and she had lost 40 pounds with keto, but then she was looking for the next step and she wanted to bring back carbs, but she was afraid if she brought them all back at once, she would gain her weight. And at her age, she was like over 65. She's like, I just don't wanna do this anymore. I don't wanna deal with dieting. So she joined CKCC and she went through a few protocols. I had her go through a protocol called weaning off of keto, where we kind of slowly bring back carbs. And then she switched to the maintenance protocol. And she told me, I remember talking to her about how it's going and her journey. And she's like, you know what? I haven't gained a single pound. But the other thing that I noticed was that I went out on the weekend and I had wine and I was eating bread and all the carbs. 
And the next day I weighed myself and nothing changed. And I felt great. And I wasn't tired. And the scale stayed the same. And it was just shocking to me because this has never happened to me before when I used to just be strict keto and I would ever have a carb up or a cheat or whatever, just enjoying life and the food that life has to offer. And to me right there, I asked her, I was like, do you know what that means, right? And she looked at me and she's like, I'm metabolically flexible. I was like, heck yeah, you are. That's the goal. Congrats. That's really the goal at the end of the CKCC. My coaching program is like, how do we get you to the place that you are either metabolically flexible by the time you finish the program or are well on your way? And obviously some of us, our metabolism needs a little more work, you know, whether it comes to like adrenal issues or thyroid or menopause or just severe dieting and restriction. And we kind of have to to spend a little more time giving our metabolism some more love. In her case, she didn't really have that issue. Her issue was like maintaining the weight and knowing she didn't want to do keto forever because of the reasons that long-term keto for women is not a good idea. But she also didn't want to just bring back the carbs and gain the weight like she had in the past. So she got to this place now where she can have that the wine and the cheese and the bread with it and pasta and pizza on the weekends and be totally fine. So that's really why like it just gives you this freedom, right? And it also allows your body to be able to switch back and forth because your body has not evolved to just stick to one diet forever, which is why you should always be switching things up, okay? It's never good to follow one thing long-term, especially when it comes to diet and nutrition. That's not how you're not teaching your metabolism to change. You're not teaching it to adapt. You're just teaching it to stall. This is why stalls happen, because you're not changing things up and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And there's no diet variation, which is such a big component to long-term health. So that's really when it comes down to metabolic flexibility, those are the reasons why you would want to do this and why you would want to achieve this. Now, how do you become metabolically flexible? So the good news is that your body already knows how to do this because like I mentioned before, it's evolved to do this. It used to be able to do this naturally on its own. You know, like again, summer, we had fruit, we had starchier vegetables, or we had in all the abundance there, we used to eat that. And then the winter, we didn't have that. And we are more like low carb keto slash carnivore. But now we don't do that. So your body just needs to be reminded and given the opportunity to switch fuel sources when needed. So you cannot be metabolically flexible if you are only relying on glucose for fuel. And you cannot be metabolically flexible when you're only relying on fat for fuel. So in order to make the switch, you first have to make sure that you are fat adapted. Because we already know we're glucose adapted because we all naturally use glucose for fuel. It's our preferred energy source. So you want to first make sure that you become fat adapted and you train your body to burn fat for fuel. And then you want to bring back carbs via carb cycling strategically so your body knows how to switch back and forth effortlessly depending on what fuel source is available. So there's a few ways that you can get fat adapted. The easiest way is to cut your carbs. So you don't necessarily have to be keto per se to get fat adapted. I've seen many women get fat adapted eating a low carb diet and combining it with fasting. So don't think that keto is the only way to get fat adapted. 
Now, inside my coaching program, I teach you how to become fat adapted in just four weeks. So normally it takes about three months to become fully fat adapted, but I have a protocol called the fast fat adaption protocol, where I combine these different principles together so your body can become fat adapted quickly, and then we bring back the carbs. So low carb or keto is a great way. Also fasting. So when you think about fasting, it does the same thing essentially that keto does, right? It depletes your glucose. It depletes all your carb stores, and then it makes your body switch to burning fat for fuel by producing ketones in the liver. And so that's why keto and fasting are kind of very similar in that way. So you can do, you can become fat adapted also by using fasting principles, all right? You just have to be careful because, you know, you can't just fast and then still eat a very, very high carb diet and become fat adapted, right? You still have to monitor how many carbs you're eating. Now, again, it doesn't mean you have to necessarily be low carb or keto, but you also don't want to be eating too many carbs because that will interfere with a fat adaptation, all right? So really, when it comes to metabolically flexible, the two best ways to do this is to be low carb to cut your carbs low slash keto. And when I say low, I mean, it varies for many people. Technically, low carb is anything below 150 grams, technically. You know, 100, 100, 150, 75. Keto is now more of that 20, 30, 40, below 50-ish. So when I say low carb, don't think it means like no carbs, okay? And keto, and then fasting. So that is truly the best way to do that. So you become fat adapted, right? And so now you know, okay, now I'm fat adapted. Now what's the next part of becoming metabolically flexible is to now bring back the carbs. And so your body's like, okay, we're already fat adapted. Now we're bringing back the carbs. We're cycling them strategically. Once those carbs are used up, as energy, it go back to using the fat, using the fat for fuel. And then you give it your body more carbs and uses the carbs and then it runs out of carbs and it switches back and forth effortlessly. Okay. So what happens is that you have days where your body is going to be using fat for fuel. I like to call these clean keto days inside CKCC. And then you have days where your body is using glucose for fuel, which I call the clean carb days, CCD. Okay, because we're giving your body clean carbs so it could use that glucose for energy and then it can go back to fat back and forth. And that is what creates this metabolic flexibility, this beautiful harmony. And this is where... You're able to enjoy what you eat. You're able to enjoy your results, lose weight without gaining fat, without feeling tired or experiencing cravings or blood sugar spikes and dips. All right, your body wants to be metabolically flexible. It's wired for it. You just need to remove the things that disrupt this process and let it do its thing. Okay, so this is pretty much in a nutshell, a short little podcast about what metabolic flexibility is. If you want to dive deeper into this and really learn how to do this, you can have this food freedom. So you're not feeling bloated when you bring back carbs. So you're not feeling tired. So you don't gain like 10 pounds overnight on the scale. You don't feel restricted and you're able to switch back and forth and still get the results that you want. Go sign up for my free training. I dive deeper into this and I talk to you about how you can bring back the carbs without feeling deprived, without gaining weight and shedding more fat, increasing energy and boosting your metabolism so you can 
find this harmony and become metabolically flexible because this is something that you can actually sustain for life. Okay, so to get access to this training, go to eatbefitexplore.com forward slash training, sign up, watch it. If it makes sense to you, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been looking for. This makes so much sense. I resonate with this. I'm ready to do this. You can book a call. We can get on a call, hop on a call and see how and if this can work for you. Okay. So go check out that free training. I'll also drop it in the show notes and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.